When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, welcome back to Bleeding Blue, a show about the history of the New York football giants. My name is Justin Panic, and as always, one of my best friends in the world, Nikki Snacks. Snacks, it is draft month. Snacks, we are having a, our first draft-themed episode this month. How are you doing, my friend? It's always nice to see you. It's always great to see you, too. Uh, you know, we lied to the people when we said we we're going to try and do every episode in person. but um... Well, it's your fault. Yes, life events get in the way, but mm-hmm. I think moving forward, you guys will see us together. Which can I'm very- we? Can I? Can we announce this though? You you got a job and it's paying you good, and that's why yeah. you're you're in the process of moving down south. And no, to yes, south yes. South Jersey, yes, not like yes. the south. No, 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 no. Okay, good because some people call where I'm moving central, and that's not the case. It's, no, it's 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 South. It's Jersey. South. It's South Jersey. Yes, I I got a a very good job. I am in the process of of moving from my, my roots in North Jersey, which, uh, which by the way, I don't want, I don't want to get this twisted. Okay. Just because I'm physically not in North Jersey doesn't mean I'm not North Jersey. Okay. You are North Jersey. It's I not, only, it's not just like your heart's in North Jersey. You are North Jersey. Correct. Correct. And I'm, I'm, I was going to tweet this and I, maybe I will tomorrow, but I've been driving back and forth this week because I don't move in until Actually, I t- t- today is my moving day, everybody. Yeah, the, um, the, the day that this is airing is your moving <laughs> today is day, my moving so. day. Yeah. Um, but I've been driving up and down the parkway, and uh, I, you know, going down to work and everything, and I see these rest stops, and they're named after famous New Jersey people. Yeah. And I think that's my goal in life. You want to be a rest stop? I want to be a rest stop. Yeah. <laughs> I want. Like I want to be. I want to be. I'm not going to give my last name. I want to be Nikki Snacks Rest Stop Exit. I want to be my my favorite number is. 20. Are you a Parkway or a Turnpike? Because mo- most of the rest stops are on the Parkway. Correct. Yes. I and mean, I excuse me, the Turnpike. Yes, most of them are. There's a couple on the Turnpike. Um, John Bon Jovi, you can get off on the Turnpike, which is my favorite rest stop because they have a big guitar out there. Yeah. Um, and they have all these great quotes with all these great New Jerseyans in there. Um, so I want to be on the Parkway and. You know, Parkway, um, Parkway is more Jersey. I feel it is more Jersey. People, yeah. When you th- when you think of highways in Jersey, um, Turnpike th- is the road that people used to get through Jersey or up to New York or down to you know Maryland, Delaware, et cetera, et cetera. So. Right, correct, correct. And there's there is an a rest stop. Um, it's, I think it's just a gas station and a convenience store, but I'll take that up uh, on exit one. I want to say one seventy. Like real up north, and that's yeah. the one I want. And okay. I'm gonna put a petition in to get that name for me. I might probably have to die early, and then my friends and family will have to do that for me. Um, so but you're, maybe but you're well on your way to that. Oh, oh, no question, no question. You're well um, the only the the really bad part about this job now is that I have to significantly cut down on my drinking, which you know probably a good thing, but also probably gives me a couple extra years, which is not good. But anyway, yeah. So big news, I'm doing well. Um, and also this, I am first, like you said, first draft episode themed, and I'm very excited. I think this is gonna be a fun episode. 
So what we're doing is this episode is going to be best Giants draft picks by each round. So Snacks and I were going to narrow it down to two. Two players per round we are going to talk about. We're going to do one through seven. And then for a decent portion of the NFL's history, the draft was more than seven rounds. So we're going to talk about some guys that were picked after the seventh round. And then we'll even you know give, some, uh, give two undrafted free agents. And we're officially going to pick two of the best Giants undrafted free agents, and we'll be doing that for each and every round of the NFL draft as well. So, Snacks? Yes. We flipped a coin. We did. And you won two out of three. So you are going to be going first. Two players out of the first round, Giants all-time. Which two are you going to go with that are the best? Yeah, so I think the the first round is pretty obvious, the number one. Um, If you don't get this, you're – Probably not a giant fan. You're also probably an idiot. So uh, without further ado, the first, the best, the best draft pick, the best football player of all time, Lawrence Taylor. Uh, I mean, out of North Carolina, the, the freak who drafted number two overall, mm-hmm. he is without question the greatest football player of all time. And um, I, I think this was about, I want to say about as easy, as easy of a, decision it was as the I, easiest I, yeah it was by far the easiest i'm like i'm like justin should i even say it like will that be annoying that i even have to say lawrence taylor um but anyway we'll just get him out of the way lawrence taylor is number one and your best friend i'm going with another giants legend who some argue should be in the hall of fame and um, pretty wild that LT went two and Carl Banks went number three in the first round, third overall pick. Uh, the le- fun fact, right? I'm sure, everybody knows the last time we drafted a linebacker in the first round yep. was Carl Banks. 1984. 1984. <laughs> Do we see something this year, maybe? In a trade back? It's funny. We were talking about Devin Lloyd on a. I told you I love Devin Lloyd. We yeah. were talking about Devin Lloyd. If, 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 if it wasn't irresponsible to take him at seven, I, uh, it kind of. It kind of would be good. Yes. Yes. That's why I said, that's why I said possibly in a trade, possibly trade back. That's right. But Carl Banks, 1984, Michigan state LT was the slam dunk, you know, in 1981, he was taken in the first round out of the university of North Carolina. I I would love to, I would love to go back and like, really, I wish I like saw the coverage and everything of like, okay, this is the giants easiest draft selection ever. This is probably the easiest football draft selection ever. And how long it actually took them to put that pick in because I would assume it would be under 10 seconds. Yeah. That's actually a really good question. And maybe, you know, for some fans that are a little bit older than snacks and I, here's a question that just came up. What were like, what was the coverage of the NFL draft? Like, was it even televised? I don't even know. Maybe not. Like, was it like Eh. this highly cut? I mean, there is no doubt that it was not as always highly coveted of an event as it is right now. It's it's just flat out not like there could be. I I don't know if there's playoff basketball going on in late April, early May, but I guarantee you that the night one of the NFL draft is going to beat whatever playoff basketball game is happening that night. And I have no doubt that night and compare round one ratings to if there's a game seven in the NBA finals compared, I, I guarantee I, I would honestly assume that the NFL draft wins. Yeah. Um, I that's, really that's would. how crazy it is. No. So that's how crazy it is. I really want to know. Especially like, with no LeBron blames. In what it. was the coverage of the NFL draft like, and what was the fan reaction of it? Like, 
you know, kind of going back to mid eighties, nineties, et cetera, et cetera, especially when it was more than when it was more than seven rounds. Cause I'm sure it was long as fuck. Oh God. Yeah. You know? And, and I, I would assume they didn't, they didn't televise all rounds. And plus you got guys like Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay and Daniel Jeremiah doing all these. Now you definitely didn't have that. They do that. Then. They do that 365 days a year. <laughs> right. They, they made careers out of this yeah. shit. So, um, and shout out Mel Kuyper. He's a pioneer of it. Um, so yeah, th- those two guys, LT and Carl Banks, I thought that was pretty easy. Um, you know, Phil Sims obviously is, is a great choice. He was the giant second best quarterback of all time. Um, JPP, JPP's up there. JPP's you know, up there. Yeah. From, uh, when you go, when you go down the list, yep. In 2010, when you go down, all right, well, we cats out of the bag after last week, OBJ was a great first round pick for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, didn't do much winning, but you know, he was an electric player. Um, Hakeem Nix was really good. Uh, another UNC product. Yeah. Um, another guy that yeah. I want to give a little bit of run to is some other guys too. Mark Haynes. He was the eighth overall pick 1980 from Colorado. He was a four time all pro with the giants from 1980 to 1985. Imagine that stretch. He was with the team for like six seasons and he was a four time all pro in that stretch, not counting yes. his rookie year. And then his final year with the giants. That's a pretty good run. He just missed the super bowl. Rodney not Hampton, bad. Uh, 1990 from Georgia. You mentioned Odell, 2014 from LSU. Jeremy Shockey, 2002 from Miami. Yes, Matthias Kiwanuka, 2006 from Boston College. And Snacks, one that you did miss. Uh, I know, I know what you're going to say it's 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 Frank Gifford. Frank it? Gifford, 1952 yeah. from I, ha- USC. I had him, I had him, I had him written down. Um, I thought Carl Banks was a little bit more sexier. So uh, you love disrespecting the the oldie giants. No, really it's do. not so it's not so much that I like disrespecting them. It's just I don't know. Come on. I'm trying to cater to the audience. That is true. I don't know if we have a I don't know if we have a large audience base that uh that saw Frank Gifford play. I would assume that we have nobody watching the show that saw Frank Gifford play. So watch them announce, yeah. <laughs> not watch them play. All right, I have but the yes. second round and I'm going to go it. with Michael Strahan. 1993 from Texas Southern. And then the second one, the greatest offensive lineman in New York Giants history, Chris Snee, 2004 from Boston College. I like that a lot. I really like that. But you know what? You're 100% right. He is by far the greatest offensive lineman in New York Giants history. I feel like nice that's, call. I feel like that's been said before, but I don't know if it's said enough. No, it's probably not. Probably because maybe we're all so like scarred over the last decade. <laughs> I, well, in, in a sense, you should probably say it even, even Correct. more. Yeah, to like appre- to decade. appreciate yeah. him, you yeah. know, and the fact that he played from 2004 to 2013. That's that's you know that's nine seasons. You know, nine ten seasons. Yeah, and there have been offensive linemen for the Giants that have played a little bit longer. Like there's going to be some that I'm going to mention on this list where it's like, you know, maybe you didn't hear of them or maybe you're hearing their name for the first time in a long time, but they played for the giants for quite a long time. The giants are actually somewhat good at if they're, they, they're not good at drafting linemen, but when they get them right, they're here. They get them right. And, yes. they, and they get, and, and they would, get them right. At least in the eighties and the nineties. So, well, yeah. And I'll say one thing too. You stepped in shit because you're about to run off like ten names. Mm-hmm. The second, the second round is the Giants' best round in in their draft. Oh, and their no history doubt. of the New York Giants. The second round is by far their best round. And you know what's funny? The the real football fans of New Jersey, Katie and Caitlin, they talk about yes. this all the time. They talk about this all the time. How the second round 
for the Giants is better. Like, their track record, you know, outside of LT and outside, you know, the Hall of Famers that are up there, and Carl Banks, arguably a Hall of Famer, but I think there's more quality names that I'm about to read right here than the first round, because there came a point where I was kind of reaching, you know, Rodney Hampton taken in the first round, good career, not a great career, um, Odell, obviously, you know, his time was, his time was short, Hakeem Nix, obviously, his time was short, you know, for first round, Matthias Kiwanuka too, and that was the last guy that I put, so here's the rest of the guys, uh, a running back that wore 21, 1997, and, uh, he went to Virginia, Thank you very much for doing that, Justin. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Look at this. I Look see at this. it. Okay, good. Look at that. Thank you. See Everybody see who that is? You're probably reading it backwards. Do you see that? Yeah, I did it's that. It's not backwards. It's it's not a mirror. Whatever. <laughs> that's 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 a running back number 21 that is decapitated. Pepper Johnson. I would never do that in real life. Pepper Johnson, 1986. He went to Ohio State. Brad Van Pelt, 1973. Went to Michigan State. Leonard Marshall, 1983. Went to LSU. O.C. Umanura, 2003. He went to Troy. Jumbo Elliott went to the University of Michigan. Mark Collins, defensive back, went 1986. Cal State Fullerton. Joe Morris, 1982. Went to Syracuse. And Jason Seahorn, 1994 drafted, went to USC. Those are some pretty damn good names that I just read off right there. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And one of your last names was Jason Seahorn, who, I mean, if you don't love Jason Seahorn, that's – can I, can I also throw one in there too who doesn't get any love because he wasn't here a whole lot. But for me, uh, in my early fandom days, and especially in 2000 and in the NFC Championship game, but Joe Jaravicious was drafted by the New York Giants in 2000, um, I want to say – Oh God, I don't remember what, what year he was drafted, but what are uh, 98. 98. 98. I was about to be like, what am I feeling? He's a 98 kind of guy. Yes. Corey Webster. Did you mention him? No, but again, I mean, these are just names. It, that... these, these are, right. Exactly. Steve Smith. I wanted to keep it to 10 because I figured I don't, I don't want to <laughs> but just you be can't. Lim, Lim, Limbaugh, Joseph. Like the, <laughs> these are good. Dalvin Thomas. These are good players. Yeah. The second round, the Giants absolutely buried as a, as a franchise. Yeah. So shout out to them in the second round. If only they can hit on this next one yeah the, the third round is, is a little different so let's talk about that oh yeah let's talk about the third round well i think the third round is about as easy as you can get because there's really only two names that fully stick out um we're gonna go with hall of famer sam huff because mm. that's i mean you know you say i disrespect the old timers and you i probably did when i didn't put sam huff on on the list that of guys I, I wish i saw in my snacks pantry a couple months ago and then you know, Giants fan favorite, legend, two-time Super Bowl champion, Justin Tuck. I think uh, it's pretty easy. And when you go down and you you read these people, it's it's ugly. Yeah, here's the other significant names that I have. So you mentioned oh. Tuck, Notre Dame 2005, yeah. Sam Huff 1956 from West Virginia, Jeff Hostetler mm-hmm. 1985 from Penn State, and he also went to West Virginia. Safety, yeah. Greg Jackson is mm-hmm. Super Bowl champ. He went to LSU. And then tackle Roman Oban went to Louisville. Roman Oban. And he yep. was uh, drafted in 1996, and he was a tackle for the Giants from 1996 to 1999. I mentioned Roman Oban because we may be doing something with him in the very near future. Oh, that's very cool. Okay. Which so you, don't, you, just... don't, you don't know about. No, I clearly don't because that's a surprise to me, and that's a cheap plug. So shout out to Roman Oban. But you'd also – Roman Oban. But you also uh... – you didn't mention Stephen Baker, the touchdown maker. No way. Missed. You want to know why? 
Um, you know, when you look on Pro Football Reference and the way that we were looking at it, we're looking at it by AV. You know, Stephen Baker didn't play for a long time, so I guess I must have missed him. He's kind of located at the bottom there. That's a good catch. He is. He is. And uh, that, that's my fault. It's not Ruben Oben. It's Roman Oben. Roman Oben, um, yeah. Misspoken because I know I'll catch shit for that. Uh, just a couple more I want to mention too, um, which is pretty just un- unbelievable. They uh, they drafted punter Brad Maynard in 1997 wow. in the third round. They drafted a punter. Um, I remember Brad Maynard. Um, they also drafted knee-biting crazy man Dan Campbell, tight end in 1999. Mm. They drafted – He was a third-rounder? He was a third-round pick, He was not pick, very yeah. good. No, he wasn't, um, <laughs> but that's okay. He was a, he was a great blocker. Uh, they drafted – I'm just going to shoot off some names that, that I have said in the past when we watched 2000. Um, it, it was Ron Dixon, who's arguably the – maybe besides Emlyn Tennell, the best returner in Giants history. Mm. Um, so that's, that's cool. Will Peterson, who I always had high hopes for uh, alongside Will Allen. He never worked out. And here's another one too, Justin Mario Manningham, third round pick. Yeah. He had, he did one of the biggest catches in Super Bowl history, uh, with the greatest throw in NFL history. So I think that's, that's kind of a good one. And I'd probably also, put him third. You know what? I probably would too. Behind of, of Huff the names, and Tuck. Huff and Tuck. Yeah. Of, of the names we mentioned. Well, yeah, I guess you have to. Hoss- no, St- Stephen Baker. No, nah, no, I put, I no. put, I put Manningham above. I put Manningham too. Yeah, because yeah. Baker really. I mean, Baker had. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Baker had a cool nickname, and you know. Yeah. He was he was yeah. good, but he wasn't. Mario yeah, Manningham no, delivered one of the best moments in Super Bowl history. He literally did, best and place. he had a he had a huge he had a huge postseason that year too. Like he did. we forget, caught a touchdown in the wild card game. He caught a touchdown against San Fran, which was a huge touchdown. Yep. Um, so yeah, those are those are just a couple other ones, and uh, you know Davis Webb. So there you go. <laughs> I'm back on the Giants. <laughs> Fourth round. He was a third round pick. Unbelievable. It's just it's it's so nauseating. Fourth round. Now we get back to a decent amount of names, and the two guys that I'm going to be going with: Harry Carson, 1976 from South Carolina State, Hall of Famer. And then the second guy, Whew, this is tough. Do it. Do I'm it. I'm going to go Brandon Jacobs, 2005 Southern Illinois. Yes, sir. I'm going to I'm going to go with him. Um, I would have I would have fucking killed you if you didn't. So. Well, well, here here are the names. Here are the names that you could have possibly picked from. So again, I I right. picked Harry Carson and Brandon Jacobs as the best, the two best Giants draft picks of the four. Oh, wait a minute. Keith Hamilton, 1992 from Pitt. The hammer. Jim, I want to put this guy in because he was very, very good, but I can't pronounce his last name. Jim Katkavegi, defensive end, NFL champ, two-time mm-hmm. All-Pro, 1956, went to Dayton. Barry Cofield, 2006, went to Northwestern. Gary Reasons, 1984, went to Northwestern State. Mark Bavaro, yeah, 1985, is, I, Notre this, Dame. So you know what? You went, Jake. You told me to go... To go with reason over heart. You went heart over reason. No, on this one. <laughs> you know what? Let's let's, let's look at the stats here. Let's look at the Who, stats. Justin, Justin, outside of outside of Eli Strand, who's my favorite John of all time? Brandon Jacobs. I would have taken Bavaro over him. Bavaro spent eighty-five to ninety with the Giants. He missed the season in nineteen ninety-one with an injured just, knee, just, and then he left ninety-two to ninety-four. He was with Cleveland and it. Philly. 
I get it. I, well, the Philly part hurts, but I get it. I get it. I think Bavaro. I think Bavaro has a. I I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm like, like voting against Brandon Jacobs right now, which I never do. But I'm also a little salty at Brandon Jacobs people. But anyway. But Brandon Jacobs, yeah, because we've tried to reach out to Brandon Jacobs, and they've actually gotten back to you. But yes, they have, and then they just like ice me. And so then they just, just ghost kinda, you. It's pissed me off a little bit, but that has nothing to do with Jacobs. I just think Bavaro, like the namesake alone, and like the 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 plays he made were just so much more in Giants lore, if that makes sense. Yeah, I I know, but Brandon Jacobs leads the Giants in touchdowns. Touchdowns I, I get it. for I, I know, rushing. I know. He has sixty. Mark Bavaro had twenty eight as a Giant. Um, Brandon Jacobs. All right, well, kind of. Brandon Jacobs was here with the Giants, basically very very you know productive from 2005 to 2011 um which is you know i think two years two years one year longer than what bavaro was productive for the giants um both two-time super bowl champs i do think that brandon jacobs brought more value to the giants than mark bavaro all right you know what it's hard it really is hard to argue value and longevity you're right they're both two-time super bowl champions I guess I was thinking more along the lines Mark of like... Mark Bavaro, I mean, if you want to say that Mark Bavaro was a better plays. football player. Well, yeah, I yeah. think he, his position's tougher, and no offense, Brandon Jacobs. Um, yes. He's just, he did more memorable plays, and he kind of... He was part of the Giants era that brought the Giants back, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, you know... Brandon are, Jacobs is part of the era that also brought back Giants football that we that wouldn't this is true too yeah odds correct. are we wouldn't even have this football we wouldn't even have this show if it weren't for you know Brandon Jacobs and those Super Bowl teams so that's a really really good point we 100% wouldn't but uh can I now a couple rip off a couple others Zach Dias did I say Zach Diossi 2007 from Brown also okay. drafted you, in the fourth round. Did you say Barry Cofield? I did say Barry Cofield. You did, okay, because if you, if you missed him, I would have killed you. I love Barry nope. Cofield. What about what about Andre Brown? No, uh, <laughs> didn't didn't make you have time. his You have his jersey. I do have his jersey. This is true. So you're just ridiculous. All right, and uh, one more shout-out to uh, Kyle Loletta. All right. Um, you have the fifth another... round. Yeah, I know I do, Justin. I, I, I You know – I thought it was going to be really cool getting the first round. It wound up sucking because I got the first, third, fifth, and seventh, and they all suck. And the second and the fourth are tremendously fun. Tremendous. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking brutal, man. I get this shit on the stick every goddamn week. Whatever. Who are your two? <sighs> I'm going David Deal, yep. who I would say is one of the finer Joff. Uh, Joff. Giants offensive lineman that has been drafted by the Giants and in Giants history. Yeah, I, mean, I would agree. Versatility, production, uh, longevity, um, toughness, leadership. David Deal definitely belongs on this list. And maybe, you know, you know, maybe, maybe a little controversial. Not really because there's nobody else. Jabril Wilson. Mm. Jabril Wilson, a Super Bowl champion. He was a very underrated safety. Like, he was nothing special. He was good. You know, not, he was good. He was uh, no. He was good. He was nothing special. You know what I yes, mean? He yes. was very good at his job. Um, he wasn't going to cost you games. He wasn't going to get burnt. He wasn't going to do any of that shit. He was just a good football player. So I believe Jabril Wilson belongs on this list. Um, you know, I thought about Kevin Boss, but I don't know. Kevin Boss was all right. You know, he had that big run in the Super Bowl. 
Um, he was very solid after Shockey went down in 2007. So you have a lot of, a lot of respect for him. You know, uh, I, I don't want to say Devin Kennard because he went on to have great success, not great success, but he went on to have success in Detroit. Yeah, his, his success is outside of the Giants building. So Right, exactly. And then this fifth round, it truly is disgusting. And then I just want to... Want to mention uh, Mitch Petrus? Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. And also Nick Rice. And I used to love playing with him in Madden because his name was Nick, and he was. Uh... Oh, never mind. A guy that you missed was Dave Meggett. I did miss Dave Meggett. Yes, you're right. 1989 out of Towson. Um, you already mentioned Jabril Wilson, 2004 to Tennessee. Kevin Boss, 2007 Western Oregon. David Deal, 2003 Illinois. That's yeah. it. So, uh, so really not good at all. Like Jonathan Goff was good for a year. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. What about Rhett Bomar? Uh, you know, I just go to the sixth round. I can't take this shit. Really sixth can't. round. The two guys that I settled on, there's more names in the sixth round, but it's just a matter of familiarity and value. Yes. Greg Larson was an offensive lineman slash center from 1961 to 1973. Didn't write down what college he went to. It's okay. But longevity. Giants had their lineman. Giants had their center for a long time. Doug Reisenberg, 1987 Super Bowl champ. 1987 to 1995, he played with the Giants. And he went to California. So I'm going with two offensive linemen as the best Giants draft picks of the sixth round. Some other guys... Corey Miller, you know, for you guys, I know there's a lot of people that listen to us that really love the 90s. Corey Miller was a linebacker for the Giants from 1991 to 1999, where he went to South Carolina. Uh, Howard Cross, 1989, mm. went to Alabama. Stacy Dillard, shout out to you because you're on Twitter, Giants Twitter. He was a defensive tackle, 1992, uh, went to Oklahoma. And then Jaquan Williams, 2011, and he went to USF. Yep, and you know what he did? You forgot the biggest one. Did I forget the biggest one from the sixth round? You forgot David Tyree. No, fuck. It's again. I <laughs> see. This was not. This was not. I'm telling you guys, this was not an easy thing to put together. There's so many players Damn. that you have to look through, and you're gonna miss it. Like I missed. I missed plenty. Justin, you just missed David Tyree. I know. So here's what I'm gonna do. Do you, do you revise the top two? I'm revising my top two, okay, and David that's Tyree. Fair. I think that's fair. David Tyree is going to take Doug Reisenberg's spot. Yes, I think that's fair. But although Doug Rosenberg is a good pick. Yes. Yeah. Just think about it. Yeah. Think about it. David Tyree was a good special teams player, and he's known for one thing. And that's it. You know, Doug Rosenberg actually had a, a career. So yes. um, I, I can understand the, the logic and reasoning, but, I mean, David Tyree, man, come on. Yeah. Come on. Um, Frank Walker had a pick six in Tampa Bay, uh, I think 2003. Really nothing else, my God! Oh my! Goodness. And this is what you expect at this point in the draft. Which, oh, I know, which, I know, but I'm looking. If anything, oh, if I, anything, this is an exercise that serves. This is just how difficult it is to hit on these late round on late, guys. Late, late round gem. You know? Yep. Um, Jaquan Williams. I, I love. I love you mentioned Jaquan Williams because without Jaquan Williams, we don't win 2000 uh, Super Bowl 46. No, and that was so. his rookie year that he did that too. Yeah. Yep, did nothing after that. Rest in peace, Tyler Sash drafted in the, in the third round or sixth round at Iowa. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's Corey Ballantyne. Cor- yeah, it is Corey Ballantyne. I hope your your leg is okay. Um, but yeah, okay. So sixth round, yeah, it that is it, it's true. It's it really is so true that like it's impossible finding 
I don't want to say impossible because teams teams do it and guys hit, but when you're when you're dart throwing in the sixth and seventh rounds, you know. But the seventh round has a lot of hits, actually. It, it, does, it does. It does, and that's where we go now. And I'm going with, I think, a pretty obvious one. You know, who I'm probably talking about right. Mob Bradshaw. A little midget, Mob Bradshaw. Yep, running back, uh, New York Giants drafted 2007 out of Marshall. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? Marshall. He Marshall. inspired Marshall. me to run with my neck. Oh, look at that! Yeah, that's pretty. That's an interesting. That was the inspiration. Well, remember my forty. I do remember your 40. Yeah, so that he was my inspiration. Like when I while I was running, I was thinking this is how Bradshaw would run, but it kind of looked different. Well, a little bit. Um, yeah, but that's that's okay. You probably yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, and then we're gonna go. This is we're tough. gonna go. This one is tough. I didn't want to do two running backs, but I'm going to, and I'm taking Derek Ward. I think that's a really bad pick. Why? Who did I miss? Perry Williams is a two-time Super Bowl champ, I believe Where's secondary player from 1984 to 1993, went to North Carolina State. Oh, fuck, I didn't. And I, I do, oh. Lionel Manuel. Lionel Manuel, yep. I, yep, I Lionel Manuel from 1984 to 1990 is a two-time and you know, Super Bowl it, champ. It, it, it's back-to-back years, and I, I legitimately missed them both. Holy shit. Yep. See, look at us. Look at this. This is what happens. There's so many guys on here and so many – you just you miss, you miss. Corey Widmer was a linebacker from 1990 to 1999. Went to Montana State. So again, you, uh, you know, you. <laughs> I know there's a lot. There's a lot of people out there that like reference the 90s, the post Super Bowl 25 days on Giants Twitter often. So you know he he gets a shout out. He went to Montana State. Um, you mentioned Derek Ward, 2004, went to Fresno State. And I'm telling you right now, Tay Crowder. 2020, oh, yeah. Yeah, Georgia, four, yeah. like yeah. he's already worth mentioning on this list. And I think five years from now, like if Tay Crowder has three more good years with the Giants, three, three more, maybe he finishes, he finishes his, his rookie deal. So that would end in 2024. And then maybe he gets another year out of there. Maybe that is worth it. And that may be like, it's up there with. Bradshaw, Perry Williams, Lionel Manuel, in terms of value. Stop. No, in terms of value. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Not okay, like right. we're going to – I didn't let you finish. I didn't let you finish. You're right. Not like we're going to remember Tay Crowder because he won two Super Bowls, but up there in value with top value round seven picks. Tay Crowder will be up there. Yeah, no, I I, I can understand that. I mean, listen, he was he was pretty productive as a rookie. Like, yeah, he had, he had a couple big plays. Yeah. So I'll, I'll shout out him. Um, I won't shout out Matt Dodge. That's what I will not do. Oh, he was a seventh-round uh, pick? He was a seventh-round pick. Disgusting. And, uh, I wonder how Ka- he feels about himself. Like, wh- when he looks I, at himself in the mirror, what does he Is he still alive? What does he think? Is he still alive? Probably not. We should get him on the show. No. Or, but, yes, uh, we should get him on the show. And then, and like, all right, thanks for coming on. Five seconds in and then pull a Simple Man radio. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be pretty funny. And um, not Carter Coughlin, but Tom Coughlin's favorite player was drafted in the seventh round, too. Do you know who that was? Tom Coughlin's favorite player. He was his favorite player. Always um, played him, and he was terrible. Absolutely terrible. He stuck around the team for, for, for I don't know why or how long. Um, probably like like three or four years, but he was Tom Coughlin's what favorite What era? Is this, is this first Super Bowl era or second Super Bowl era? This is, this is, he was drafted, he was drafted um, post-46. So the year, I guess that draft. Post-46, and he stuck around? He stuck around to like 2015. 
Oh my he, he played like four years with the Giants, and he played Offense, a lot. Defense. Defense. Defense tackle. Big white guy. No, I'm not. I blocked Marcus Kuhn. Marcus, Marcus Kuhn. Marcus oh, Kuhn. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did For play whatever a lot. Reason, he played a lot. He played and too he much. He was so bad. <laughs> he was so bad. And it's not like the Giants lacked a defensive tackle either. For whatever reason, well, Tom Coughlin loved the guy. The Colin Jenkins days were pretty Ugh. dark. God, Colin Jenkins. I remember being pumped up about getting him. Colin so. Jenkins, Robert Ayers, Marcus Kuhn, and, you know. Hey, Robert Ayers had a 10, 10 and a half uh, sack season. He once. did, but, I mean, the fact that that was the best. Um, I was like Aziz Ojolarji, Ojolarji sacks. Yes, and then, like, oh, uh, pre-JPP pre blowing up his fingers, which he actually was better after he blew up his fingers than, like, the year before. Yeah, well. I think. I, mean, I may be wrong on that. What a joke. We fucking suck. All right, let's go through this quick and let's end this. After the seventh round and then the UDFAs. So I think the two after the second round are kind of obvious because I only have three guys. After the seventh round. After the the seventh round. Yes. And who are those two for you? Well, I mean, obviously Jesse Armstead. Yep, eighth round out of Miami. Yeah. Eighth round. Was it eighth round? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, come on, Ken Graham. Oh, I did not have him. I guess he's a fourth. I had. Are you? Why are you smiling? Because can't cry. It just it makes me laugh. Wait, didn't Sorry. he suck? He wasn't great. He was a fucking quarterback. Don Mannion. Ninth round. He was a quarterback. Yeah. Don't great. stop it. Stop it. Don't fucking tease me like sorry. that. Sorry. Don't do sorry, that. Sorry. Sorry. Brian Kelly. Sorry. Yes. Was taken in the 14th round, 1973 linebacker, part of the Crunch Bunch. Mm-hmm. And then George Martin, 11th round out of Oregon. Which is just, I mean, that might be the biggest steal in NFL history. I think Armstead, the 11th round, George Martin? Armstead's more. Yeah, Armstead is more. He was more. Well, I, do, I don't I mean, uh, uh, I think there's an argument to be made there. I'm sorry. Imagine if Armstead was a couple years older and he played with everyone else <laughs> yeah i mean that would be ridiculous or if he was a couple years well if he was a couple years no if he was a couple years younger he wouldn't be drafted after the seventh round right but, <laughs> yeah you know but um but dude george martin played with john how long he played with the giants like 10 years it was a very long time it was like 75 to it passed the first i think it was the first super bowl yes it, he, he won a super bowl yeah and he's the second leading uh, defensive lineman in touchdowns like that guy. Yes, I don't know. I I think you can. I think you can make an argument. You can make that, an argument. Well, he's on the list with Jesse Armstead. Those are the, the two I, guys. Those are the, those are the two obvious. Yeah, yes. drafted after the seventh round, and then UDFAs. Oh, I mean, I, I think have these are pretty easy too. Emlyn Tennell, nineteen forty-eight, Toledo and Iowa, and then Victor Cruz, two thousand ten, from UMass. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Where, how am I going to rebut? We could be missing some other ones, but here are some other ones that I have down. Jake Ballard, 2010 from Ohio State. DJ mm, Ware. Um, if you're looking up DJ Ware on Pro Football Reference, do not search DJ. You have to search Danny Ware, which that threw me for a loop before we were recording. DJ Ware, 2007 out of Georgia. Chase Blackburn, 2005 out of Akron. Akron? 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 Aaron? Akron. Jared Lorenzen, 2006, Kentucky. Mark Herzlick, 2011, Boston College. And then Henry Hynoski, 2011, from the University of Pittsburgh. 
Snacks, say something. I tell you, Henry was a beast, baby. He was a beast. Sorry. And that's it. I, I, I forgot I had to say something to... Uh, you forgot uh, Spider Lockhart. I did. Well, that wasn't undrafted. He was in the 13th round. So oh, I kind of went... Okay. I kind of went back a little bit. I was just... I, I wanted to scroll through because I thought... I, I didn't want, I want to make sure we didn't forget anybody. There probably we, is somebody who we are forgetting with the UDFAs. I'm sure. Because I, oh, I'm sure. I Googled... Like best giants undrafted free agents of all time, Emlyn Tennell doesn't come up. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But I he just, wasn't well, drafted. No, he was not drafted. We've talked about this. Yes. Um, hmm. He was drafted by the military, but he was not drafted by the Giants. Well, then that's why he's not on the undrafted list. He was no. drafted. Oh, I guess he was drafted. I guess that's a technicality. That, see, see what I'm doing? Like, when we go to World War Three, you going to accept your uh, draft invite? Me. Yeah. Shit, I'm skinny now. Uh huh. You're fucked. I have a club foot. I was you born. You could probably with... pass. You could probably pass. Wait, wait, time out. I was gonna say you could probably pass the physical. So now. Nope. Uh, I I don't. Well, I don't know if I pass physical. I don't know how. I don't know how short you they are. You have a club foot too. I was. My left foot is a size ten. My right foot's a size twelve. My right calf is bigger than my left calf. All right. Well, your club foot was worse than mine. My club foot. So my let my 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 foot was this way and my knee was that way. But my feet are the same size. My foot came out. What kind out. of fucking doctor did you have? My foot came out and it was facing like like 7 o'clock. It was looking like a hockey stick, right? Yeah, it was It was fucked up. It was facing like 7 o'clock. It was, it was fucked up. Yeah. All, all I know is, all I know is from what, well, from what I remember when I was, when I was born. Um, and so much is what I was told. Foot this way, knee that way. Yeah, Ooh. Yeah, I said I was gonna I was gonna be in bars. My foot. Yeah, well, I was life. I had like a skateboard without wheels. Yeah. <laughs> so so it can kind of keep my feet straight. And my father, he would just sit there and he would just do that. I mean, you know, if you're listening on the podcast app, um, you know, he would just twist my foot. He would just sit there when I as an as an infant, and he would just twist my foot so my foot can move. Like he, it just well, the the muscle memory. I'm also allergic to peanuts. So, oh my God! What is wrong with you? So I probably maybe that's my goal in not being drafted. But I'm skinny now. It's not like they're gonna say that I'm obese. Well, I wasn't obese before, but they're not gonna no, you you they're not gonna turn to me and say you're too fat. You can't join. No, that's what I was saying. You could probably pass a physical now. I'm down to like two twenty, man. I know it's pretty. You look great. Thank you. You look great. I look good. You know what? A lot of good news. A lot of good news going around the, the, the world. Well, I shouldn't say that. I just fucked that one up. There's yeah. a fucking war going on. The draft joke. I mean, The on. draft joke. Well, I can't be drafted. That's why I joke about it. Oh, okay. You had cancer? I'm ser- I can't. I literally can't. Is it yeah, because you had can't. cancer? It's a medical condition. Yeah, oh. I can't. I'm serious. Anybody, if, you have, if you're like in remission, you have cancer. It doesn't matter how long you can't get drafted. No, it, it makes sense. I also think I'm too old, and they don't want me there anymore. Yeah. So. Well, you, anyway. you, would, you would kill a motherfucker. I know that. Well, without a doubt, I would just I would storm in. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I had a lot of fun with that episode, though. Yeah, it was good. It, it was a fun exercise, and I and I recommend doing the same thing, except you just listen to the episode. But you know, go on Pro Football Reference, and you can Google like Giants draft picks all time, and this is exactly what we did. And we just went through kind of yep. year by year, and we chose our our list that way. Um, so go and do this exercise and hopefully, you know, if you're thinking about and you're worried about the giant draft today, um, it's hard to hit on these draft picks. And that's why it's helpful that the giants have nine, you know, maybe they can get a, 
you know, a, a seventh, One. a seventh rounder like Ahmad Bradshaw, and, and and exactly, you know, you're, you're hopefully, uh, well, they don't have a seventh round pick this year, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and even if they walk away with one hit out of the fifth and sixth round, you take it. That's a win. You take that's a it. win. So yeah, that's a win because um, they're they're a dime in a dozen, and uh, we I I truly did like enjoy scrolling yeah. down and Pro Football Reference is just so unbelievable. I love it, man. I love it. It's so I could cool. spend all day on Pro Football Reference, and I yeah, do sometimes. It, it, and I, I like like the stuff that you taught me too. I'm not gonna I won't go on about this, but you taught me a lot of stuff. It's very it's very very cool. A great resource. And the draft pick stuff, like I would legitimately, if you're watching and listening live right now, pull it up, pull this up, and then click like uh, like round, and then just scroll through. Yeah, tell us who we missed, like anything, because it's a lot of fun. There's so many names, and it's really cool to reminisce. Like I, there was a couple of guys that you know that I've watched in my life that I didn't realize was drafted. Dan Campbell in the third round, I was like, what? Yeah, hey, I didn't know that. <laughs> like, what, what are you nuts, of course? like, what are you doing? Um, but no, it's very cool, very fun exercise. So I, I highly suggest you guys do it. All right. So we will see you next week. Keep on bleeding blue. We'll come at you with another draft episode. Snacks, we'll see you next week. Take it away. Fuck you, Tiki Barber. Yeah.